You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, greetings. Welcome again to our broadcast today. Even as we continue with our series, we've been talking about faith for supernatural manifestation. All right. Yes, it takes faith to walk with God. There are so many things that God is waiting for us to rise up to the occasion and begin to manifest. So that's why we're talking about this because many times we, even though God is sovereign, but we've left everything for God to do, but we don't realize that God also has things that he wants us to do as co-laborers with him. Okay, so uh, it's important for us. It's important for us to understand the principles of faith they're so basic, so basic. And uh, I found out that a lot of times, if you don't get the basics right, you can't advance, you can't really thrive. You know, it's, it's, like, um, it's like the case of uh, this, this, this coach who was very, very good. And uh, somebody went there just to observe his coaching method. Maybe he could learn one or two things to become a better coach as well. And when he got there and he saw that every time when this guy is about to begin practice, I mean, to begin his coaching session with the people before they start, he will hold the ball and he will start talking about the ball. This is a football. And you know, he's, and of course, everybody knows it's a football, but why, is, why does he keep going through the basics again? So it's important that you understand the basics of faith. One of the things that the Holy Spirit ministered to me one time as I was praying is that he said to me, there's a generation that is rising up. There's a generation that is emerging that does not know faith. A generation is emerging that does not know faith. Can you imagine that? That is terrible. For us to have an entire generation that does not know faith, doesn't understand faith, that is not good. That's not good. No wonder Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? When the Son of Man comes. You see that in Luke chapter 18. Why is it that, why is it that he would, he didn't say, will he find believers? He didn't even say, will he find disciples? He didn't say, will he find preachers? He says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? He didn't even say, will he find prayer warriors, you know, but will he find faith? Yes. So faith is crucial. It's crucial. Yeah. So stop looking for something out there when you've not been grounded in the basics of, of, of faith. All right. So um, I, I know that many times, you know, it's more exciting to look into things that are, that are, deep and, and uh, uh, mystical and so on. But let me tell you this. If you don't get this right, if you don't get the basics of faith right, you're going to struggle in your walk with God. So that's why we're talking about this. We're looking at faith for supernatural manifestations. There are things in the spirit. And remember, we've said that things exist not only in the sin realm, but also in the unseen. And let's go to our text in Hebrews 
the book of Hebrews. You know that great faith chapter in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. It says in verse uh, in verse 3, it says, By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. You see, by faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So are the things which are seen are not made out of things which are visible. So, there are things, there are things that we see. Everything we see, everything we see today, everything we see today came out of the unseen realm, including you. There was a time you were not visible. There was a time you were hidden. There was a time, first of all, you were hidden in the mind of God. Then you were hidden in the womb of your mother. You were not seen. And then look at now. You are right here. So you came from the unseen realm. You came from the unseen realm. And don't be fooled into thinking that all that life consists of is what we see. A greater part of life is not seen. A greater part of our, even our existence is not visible to us. A greater part. Most of the organs in your body are not visible. <laughs> you don't see them. But they are there. But for science, we would not even have the ability to know, to, 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 to see where, what, what is, where, what, uh, where the different organs are. <laughs> what is where? We wouldn't have that ability. So God gave us scientific intelligence and knowledge so as to be able to have the technology to, to, to look into the body and to see different things. But it's always been there. Science did not discover anything. Actually, science did not create anything. Everything was created by God. All right? Everything was created by God. But yes, there's technology, there's a certain level of wisdom and understanding that enables man to bring certain things from the unseen into the, into the visible realm. So, uh, yeah, so faith, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. And we've said that the word of God is the major building material that God used to make the universe, to make everything both visible and invisible. Even the unseen was created by God's word. John tells us in John chapter 1 verse 1, he says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Without him was not anything made that was made. So there is nothing made that didn't come, didn't originate. From the word of God. Including the angels. Including the heavens. Even the heavens were made by the word of God. Everything that exists. Came out of the word of God. And that's why you need to value the word. You need to place. Great value on the word of God. And don't look at it. As just one piece of. Um, one piece of information or book with information or historical data, historical facts and so on. 
No, it's more than that. Yeah, the word of God has the capacity to create a whole new world for you. All right, so uh, we need to know how to use the word of God to, to, to bring about manifestation of that which is not visible. All right, and remember we said the word to manifest, the word to manifest is the act of unveiling or disclosing things. To disclose, to make visible. Yeah, so that's what, that's what your faith is able to do. To bring you to the point where you can now materialize that which is not visible. That which you cannot see with the eyes. That is faith. Alright, so... Uh, and in Hebrews chapter, chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. In the, in, in the, in the Greek, that word substance is hypotasis, which, which means it's, it's, faith is not a noun. It is... It is um, it is, it is a verb, okay? So, it is a verb. That means it is an action word. It's action. So, God using faith to produce things. Faith is a doing thing. It's a doing word. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I think that <laughs> something is about to happen as I begin to apply the word of God. So begin to apply the word of God in our lives. Things are going to happen. I promise you, God is about to surprise somebody. Glory to God. So, now, if things exist in the unseen world, right? There is a visible world and then there is the invisible world. And God has created you and I with the ability to interface between the, 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 the spiritual and the natural world. Man is that being that has that ability. You have a legal right to operate on the earth, to also operate in the realm of the spirit. It's legally your territory. It's your jurisdiction. So some people say, well, <coughs> why are you talking about this kind of faith? Are you trying to be God? What are you trying to be? No. We're not trying to be God. We can never be God. But we are imitators of God. Be ye imitators of God. That's what the Bible says. So we are imitating our Heavenly Father. If He did it, we can do it. Maybe not at the same level as Him. <laughs> Obviously not. But we can do it. So, if we look, we look, last week we were looking at how in the beginning God made the heavens and the earth in Genesis chapter 1. And then the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And then, you know, the Spirit of God was moving over the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, from there, we see how God 
applied his own principles to bring about manifestation. Okay? He applied his own principles to bring about manifestation. So the first thing he did was to introduce light. He introduced light into that situation. And light speaks of several things in the word of God. Light speaks of illumination. Light speaks of understanding. Light speaks of joy. In fact, if you go study the Hebrew word for light, it, it, is, it is more than just, you know, brightness. It's more than that. Light also speaks of creativity. You know, it's amazing. So he says, let there be light. So, and the moment the light came, John tells us in chapter 1, he says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So as light comes, every representation of darkness has to flee. So you want to bring manifestation of the unseen into the seen, into the visible, one of the things you need to introduce is light. You need to introduce light. Why? So, because light is what enables you to see clearly. Light also enables you to flow in creativity. Light enables you to begin to know what to do. It gives you understanding. It brings light. It gives understanding to you. All right. So, you need to, you need to, you need to start by establishing conditions that are conducive for manifestation. What you don't realize or what many people don't realize is that not every condition is conducive for manifestation of God. Not every condition is conducive. There are certain conditions that are not conducive. So you can be religious and you're going about through going through the motions and so on, but the conditions are not conducive for manifestation. And because the conditions are not conducive, there is no amount of spiritual gymnastics you will go through. There will be no manifestation. Hence that there will be <laughs> maybe exercise, spiritual exercise or or religious exercise, I must say. Yeah. So we need to create the right condition. And that's how God did it. Okay. First thing God did is that he created the conditions for manifestation. By introducing light. Light. Now, the darkness is not just the, it's not just, um, the inability to see. Darkness re represents many things. Satan himself is known as the prince of darkness. Darkness speaks of hatred. Darkness speaks of pain. Darkness speaks of, um, yeah, the absence of light, yes, but there's so much as well that darkness speaks about. Okay, so when there is darkness, when darkness is prevailing over a situation, that's why the enemy wants to ensure that there is no love in your midst so that there will be darkness. And so when there is darkness, there will be no manifestation. It's just like in a home, in a home situation or, you know, you are in a relationship situation. The enemy brings darkness. He wants to bring darkness. He wants to bring hatred. He wants to bring division. Those are all manifestations of darkness. He wants to bring all of them in. Why? So that... You don't have the capacity to bring about manifestation. 
Yeah, because for manifestation to happen, light has to prevail over that situation. I hope you're getting me. Yeah, so it is important for us to know that faith works in a certain environment. And for manifestation to happen, the condition must be right. The condition must be right. So you also need to ensure that you always keep a, um, an, a, 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 the right condition, maintain the right condition for manifestations to take place in your life. Otherwise, you'll be praying, you'll be declaring, you'll be decreeing, and you'll be wondering what is going on. Why? The conditions are not conducive for manifestation. You see? Yeah. So I can go through different, different examples in the scriptures to, 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 to expand on this principle that I'm sharing. I'm telling you, it's so important and it's very basic, but it's significant. All right. So God introduces light, okay? He introduces light. Then after that, he, he now begins to speak. All right? Look at that. Let's go, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. And this is the same way, this is the same way that you are going to bring about manifestation. Genesis chapter 1. And in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2, the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Then God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So, that, so the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And so, so you see there, you see, you see. Several God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. So manifestation has, is closely linked to what you say. Could it be that your life, you are experiencing a manifestation of what you've been saying? Oh, could it be that? Yes. I'm telling you that. Many times we have spent time releasing the wrong manifestation. You are praying for one thing, but you are releasing the laws and the principles of a contrary manifestation to what you are praying for. Yeah. So the conditions, the, the conditions that you have created are conducive for the wrong manifestation. They are conducive for the wrong manifestation. Instead of creating the conditions that are conducive for the kind of manifestations you want, you create the conditions that are conducive for the negative manifestations. That is our problem. And sometimes we don't know why, you know, why, why it's, it's like, why is, why is the enemy all over the place? Why is he... Why is it now so real? Why is he, you know, tormenting me like this? Why is this? Why is that? What conditions have you created? 
Is there light? Or is darkness still on the face of the deep in your life? Is it darkness that is still prevailing? Because if darkness is prevailing, then there will be chaos. There will be, the place will be void. The place will be, there will be misery. There will be despair. These are all manifestations of darkness. So, um, it's important for us. You, you, you want to develop faith for manifestation. You need to be aware that there is something called darkness. There's something called darkness and the enemy wants to use that against you. Alright? So, I want to show you, I want to, sh so, you, you, you've seen how God did it from the beginning. Right? He introduced light. Then, uh, even though the spirit was involved, the spirit was there already, it's great. Make sure the spirit is there, you know, in your situation. Because there are many other examples I can show you of how the spirit is involved in manifestation. But I'm telling you that if you will get this right, create the right um, conditions, and then let the spirit move and then speak the right things. If you speak the right things with the right conditions, you will get the right manifestation. Let's, let's look at an, an example, a biblical example that I'm sure you're very familiar with. Uh, let's look at Mark chapter 5. In Mark chapter 5, we see here there is a very interesting story. This woman, she had an issue of blood. All right, She had a flow of blood for 12 years. 12 years Imagine having, imagine having a, a period for 12 years, non-stop. That is, it's hard to even imagine that. But that was this woman's experience. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 says, Now a certain woman had the flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. Grew worse. Have you, have you tried to solve situations and you find everything just keeps going worse? It's like, it's not getting better. You've met the experts. The experts are doing, you, they're speaking, they're, you know, they're trying their best, you know, with all their skills and what they've been trained to do. You know, you get all the best brains and, and, and things get worse after your, after your consultation or after your treatment. They get worse and keep getting worse, keep getting worse. What is going on there? That's not what God promised. Why is this situation prevailing? So this was this woman's case for 12 years. Can you imagine? 12 years. And then verse 27 says, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Notice, when she heard. Now, I must say this. Remember Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, faith comes by hearing. And, and I need to emphasize this. Faith comes by hearing, but faith is not released by hearing. No, it's not. 
It comes by hearing, but it is not released by hearing. So keep hearing, keep hearing, keep hearing. It does not mean that you can release it by hearing. No. Hearing does not release faith. Let's look at the answer man. She heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. So when she heard about Jesus, faith came when she heard. Okay? When she heard, faith came. Now, faith has come. Then the Bible says she, she, she went behind Jesus and she touched his garment. She touched his garment. For she had said, she said, if I only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. That was what she said. She heard, okay? She heard and faith came and then she spoke. Remember we talked about the spirit of faith some time ago. Yeah? The spirit of faith, I believe, therefore I speak. We believe and therefore we speak. So when she heard, when she heard about Jesus, she said to herself, if only I touch his clothes, I will be made whole. I'll be made well. And I'm very sure the conditions were conducive. <laughs> the conditions were just right. They were right for manifestation. All right. Yeah. The conditions were right for manifestation. Then the Bible says 20, 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. What a manifestation. This manifestation took place instantly. Twelve years to process. Maybe not twelve, but I mean, twelve years of pain. And we don't know how long it was when she heard about Jesus. And how she had been nursing the idea of going, taking the risk of going into the crowd. Remember in the Jewish, in, uh, according to Jewish tradition, and um, she was supposed to be unclean. She's not supposed to go to a public place. Ideally, she should go there and be shouting, Unclean! 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 Then everybody will run away from her. She didn't do that. So she was taking a risk. She was taking a risk. She could have been stoned, you know, or punished by the religious community. Because it's like, you are unclean. You're coming to defile everyone here. But she didn't do that. She said in herself, she said to herself, if only I touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So the point I'm trying to make here is this. So that you create the right conditions. Okay? Faith is coming by hearing. Hearing. As you're hearing the word, as you're hearing the word, faith is coming. Faith is building up in your heart. Even as I'm speaking, faith is building up in your heart. All right? It's building up. Then she now began to say, she said, she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Now, if you check that in the Greek, she kept on saying. It wasn't a one-time saying. She kept on saying, if I touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. I'm just going to go there and as soon as I touch him, I know I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. 
this thing is going to end. My 12 years of suffering is going to end once I touch the clothes of Jesus. Once I touch the hem of his garment, according to the King James. As, as I touch the hem of his garment, 12 years of affliction is going to dry up. Hallelujah. Now that's faith. That's faith. Okay? So hearing is one thing. Saying is another thing. So she said, she said to herself, she, we don't know who and who else she said it to, but we know for sure she said it to herself. Okay? Bible makes that very clear to us. And then verse 30, Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Come on. I can imagine Peter. <laughs> the Bible says, that, but his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? Come on. I'm sure Peter will say, master, come on. Be real now. Look at the crowds. Look at how everybody is, is, is thronging you and you say, who touched me? How, 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 how is that? What does that mean? Everybody touched you. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Jesus knew. There is a different touch. It's a touch of faith. It's a different touch. Hallelujah. Who touched me? Because I felt power go out. I, I felt power go out of me. I felt power go out of me. Somebody touched me in a different way than the rest of the multitudes. Somebody touched me. And he looked around to see who had done this. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole story, the whole truth. You see, the woman's plan was to just sneak in there, touch his clothes, touch the hem of his garment, get healed, and go back home quietly. That was her plan. Her plan was not to testify. Her plan was not to say, oh wow, look at what happened. No, no, no. Her plan was to sneak in there, contact the power of God, receive her manifestation, and go home and enjoy her freedom. That was her plan. But oh no, God had something else. God wanted you and I to know how, how to bring about manifestation. So God ensured that this is recorded so that we understand how to contact, how to release, how to bring about things from the unseen realm into the seen realm. Remember this woman was a daughter of Abraham and Isaiah had already prophesied had already spoken in Isaiah 53, by his stripes, we, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. So the, the Jews were looking forward to the cross. They were looking forward. To them, the cross was a future thing. So by his stripes, we are healed. To them was a future thing. So they applied their faith in what was yet to come. You and I today, if you look at 1 Peter 2.24, our and 1 Peter 2.24, it says, by his stripes you were healed. So we're looking back. They were looking forward. The difference. But both produce results. 
Both produce results. So this woman was a daughter of Abraham who was entitled. Healing is the children's bread. Remember that. Jesus said to the Syrophoenician woman, the Greek woman, it's not fitting to give the children's bread to dogs. And he was referring to healing. And, uh, and, uh, and, and this woman, she, she was a, a, a daughter of Abraham. So it's hers by covenant. It's her. She had a title deed <laughs> to healing. She had a title deed to this miracle, but she didn't know how to contact it until until she heard about Jesus. Until she heard about Jesus and then faith rose up inside her. As I'm speaking now, faith should be rising inside you. And this is a good time for you to say some things. Declare some things. Hallelujah. Come on. Yeah. Because the entrance of the word brings light. Light is coming to you. Light is coming to your spirit. Light is coming to your understanding. And, and you are beginning to see. You're beginning to see by faith the unseen. You're beginning to see the unseen. When you begin to see the unseen like that, you need to act on it. Act on it immediately. Hallelujah. So this woman spoke what she perceived in her heart. She was at that point where she, 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 she was able to speak. And not only did she speak, she went. You know, she could have said this and not taken action. No. Faith without works is dead. She said it, but then she also went. She went to where Jesus was. She took the risk. She took the risk to go to where Jesus was. And touched him. And so now she has been caught out. Because God wants us to know the story. We don't know how many people got healed through the life and ministry of Jesus that were not recorded, that sneaked away like that. But this particular one, this particular one, God wanted us to know. This is one of the ways, these are the principles of bringing about manifestation. Principles of bringing about manifestation. Okay. So then he said to her. Okay. She, 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 had, she came and then she opened up and she told him the whole story. This is the, honestly. I, I didn't mean to offend you sir. You know. I've been going through this thing for 12 years. I've spent all my life savings. There's nothing left. You know. I'm, 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 I, I don't have any hope. When I heard about you. When I heard about you, I decided within myself that I will come to you. And I told myself, I told myself that when I touch the hem of your garment, I'm going to be made well. So I came. You know, I know I'm not supposed to be in a public gathering. I'm so sorry, sir, but I just came. I only came for my healing. And I touched you. And the moment I touched you, I just felt you power going to me and the blood just dried up I'm not there's no flow anymore I feel fine and Jesus says to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your affliction hallelujah oh my god I love this I love Jesus he says 
Your faith has made you well. Do you, do, you, do you notice that he didn't say, my power made you well? No, no, he didn't say that. He didn't say, my power made you well. He, he didn't say, I made you well. He didn't even say that. He says, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. So it's, it's faith that takes from the unseen and brings it into the, the visible. It takes that which is immaterial to the natural and then substantiates it and brings it into the natural where we can experience it. That's the power of God. So you need that faith if you want to see manifestations, supernatural manifestations in your life. Then you need to pay attention to faith, the message of faith. Yeah. Don't be, don't join the people that make a mockery of faith. <laughs> then they won't experience manifestations. They won't experience manifestations. Yeah, God still loves them, but no manifestations. You know, once in a while they'll experience things due to God's sovereignty. Because God in his sovereignty still does things, both to the just and the unjust. He would still do things. But if you want specified, targeted, specific miracles and manifestations in your life, you need to develop your faith. You need to grow in this area. And there's no one exempt from this. Every single one of us. You know? Yeah, I'm developing my faith. Growing my faith for some amazing things. We're going to see some manifestations in this land. I'm telling you. We're going to see the glory of God. We're going to see God move. We're going to see whole communities change and transform. By the power of God. Supernatural manifestations are going to take place. We're going to see revival. We're we building up our faith for a mighty move of God. So we can bring it as it is in heaven. We bring it to the earth. It takes faith. It takes faith. So that's why we're building up our faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our time is up. I just need to... To, 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 to. We will continue next week. And I, and I know you're applying this. Please, don't just be a hearer of the word. Put it to practice. Put it to practice. Start from where you are, okay? Don't get up now and say, I have faith for something that God didn't tell you. That is what the Spirit is saying to you. Start from there. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for your people. Thank you for your word. Oh, Lord God, which is active, sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you because your word is already at work in the lives of your people. I can sense it. Deep work taking place. Dispelling every doubt. Chasing the doubt. <laughs> Light has come. Darkness has to flee. And I release the spirit of faith over you. Right now, I declare the atmosphere in your life to be conducive for manifestation. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. I give you praise for your people. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you've been watching and you don't, you've not received Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you. Won't you just pray this after me? Just repeat after me. Then I'll pray for you. Okay? Say, dear God, thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new person. Wash away my sins. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now I pray for you. Father, I thank you. Thank you for my brother, my sister. We'll just pray this prayer. Lord God, I speak. Let your kingdom, oh Father, invade their lives right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Let there be manifestations of the new creation realities in their lives manifestations of your kingdom. Lord God, I thank you, Father. And I give you praise for their lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to pray for you if you're going to give your offering, you, you're about to give. I want to pray right now. Or if you've given, it's, it's also okay. Just join your faith. And I speak, Father, I pray for your people. Lord God, as they give, as they give, those are given. I speak your blessing, the blessing that goes with giving. Let it be released over their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let it be released, oh God. I speak also, Lord God, for release of wealth-creating ideas. Mighty God, financial wisdom. Lord God, witty inventions to be imparted to them. Favor like never before. Open doors. Opportunities to be open to you for being a faithful giver and tither in God's house in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. We'll always like to hear from you. Contact us, write us, and let us know what God is doing in your life through this broadcast. God bless you real good. Share it with your friends, family, and so on, and let it be a blessing. Make sure you are a blessing this week. God bless you real good. All right. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.